Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fanthropological, the podcast that covers the breadth of human fandom. My name is Nick G, and today we're going to be tackling another one of our mini-sode questions. Here with me to do that are my two best friends, Nick T. Yo! And Nick Z. Hello! And, uh, and this week, the question is, what are conventions missing? And T, I will throw it over to you to give a little more context to that question. I've been going to conventions since 2002, which at this point is something like almost 20 years. It's like 17 years. Wow. Yeah. And that's more than 40 different conventions. And it's not that I've gone to a particular kind. I definitely have been skewing towards anime conventions, but I've been to comic and costume and gaming and science fiction conventions. And I've been in a variety of different capacities from a congoer to a panelist to like a volunteer. And I'm not, I'm probably not going to stop going, but it got me to thinking, especially as I came back from anime North this past year, you know, what is missing from conventions? Are there things that we could be having? Are there activities that could be taking place that would just be so awesome if they were there? Not even on a scale of like awesomeness or just, are there just some ideas that would just make the experience that much better? I know that for the two of you, it maybe hasn't been quite as many, but it has been a long list across several different types. And I was just wondering if there were things that came to mind when you think about that. Or if you've ever been at a con and we're just like, wow, I really wish they did this. For whatever reason in my mind, I've been to way more anime conventions than sci-fi conventions. But I've been to what I would call a pretty pretty steady handful of sci-fi conventions. Some skewing more towards the writing than like the TV, etc. But like, it seems like with the sci-fi conventions, there's just kind of more of an atmosphere of, I don't want to say scholar- scholarliness, but bookishness as a bookish person myself i don't know what to suggest for that with the anime conventions it feels like there's so much more energy i mean even if you're not necessarily an extroverted person it's very easy to become a little bit more bubbly like in terms of what they're missing i mean (laughs) um, i know that anime north did this at least once or con bravo might have at one point cosplay chess is a thing but like chess with uh with human chess pieces I think, Z, what you got your finger on there is a demographic uh, difference. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I think the sci-fi tends, tends to skew older. Yeah. I also also literary in that direction as well. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then anime skews younger. Well, I mean, there's also the purpose, right? I mean, if people... I've never been to a straight-up, like, Romance Writers of America con- conference or anything like that. But, you know, going to something like that, there's kind of a... a bigger purpose. I'm a fan of this probably in some capacity, but I also create it and I want to learn how to create it better. With an anime convention it's like, oh my god, did you guys see the latest episode of Dragon Ball Z? Holy shit, that was crazy. Namek's never going to blow up. Narrator. But it did. <laughs> There's just so much more energy there and and I mean, nowadays, with cosplay being as big as it is, anime conventions sort of seem to be I don't even want to say the semi-pro, just like the professional kind of conferences for cosplayers one way or another. Not all of them, but many of them tend to have quite a few panels about cosplay, quite a few guests, or at least a guest who is there because they are a fantastic and unbelievable cosplayer. I think you've got a thread of something there because this is something that I was thinking about. I've never been at an anime con and thought, oh man, you know what would be great right now? A resume writing workshop. (laughs) I've never actively 
thought about that. I do think there is some benefit to like a kind of career track, Mm -hmm. uh, but this is, I think, what you were touching on. There are, at a convention, there's lots of fun fan events. Uh, Sorry, there's lots of fun events, but when you narrow down to panels and workshops, there are a lot of panels and workshops that are geared towards cosplayers. And yes, part of that is a hobby, but many people get into that with interest in becoming a semi-professional or beyond just a, a hobbyist. And regardless, it becomes a matter, even if you're not aiming for something like that, you are doing something that is professional in nature. You're developing skills. Yeah. And I think that one thing, at least not in many of the conventions that I've seen, have focused on skills developments in those areas. I know that Anime North has had like drawing workshops and things like that, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's a whole range of skills that could be surfaced at some of these conventions. And maybe they are, just not at the ones that I've been to. The first thing that came to mind for me is like a business lunch. Like I know there's sometimes like like a social networking or like a networking panel, but I like it to be a lunch or be like the, like the speed dating that they often have. That's the thing too, because some cons will have speed dating, but it's actually, I mean, the, the stated purpose in that case is dating. It's yes. not a meet and greet. It's not a f- friend and food. It's a, <laughs> it, it's like I'm looking for a, a mate or a partner or someone to hang out with, but like romantically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talking about speed networking, basically. That creates like a weird line because then you go from having something that's a fun fan event to almost like a trade show. Well, yeah, my, you know, my, what I want from a con has changed since I'm 17 to now. <laughs> really like yeah where i was like oh my god you could buy anime here like you could buy pocky and like i I was like my mind was just like exploding and all this stuff and that's you know i'm gonna buy the biggest sword exactly (laughs) and the biggest sword and like i i don't know i don't buy anything in the dealer's room anymore (laughs) like i'm i'm less concerned with having stuff than I was certainly then. So I'm thinking about it as like, you know, someone who wants to network with someone who wants to meet more people in the community. And like, there's so many people that are sitting there want to get, want to get their thing out there. Um, That's like, that's like kind of where I'm sitting. I assume similarly where y- y'all are sitting when yeah. you go to cons now. Oh yeah. Yeah. With these people who have stuff that they want to get out there. I'm not like some sort of jerk, some sort of snobby guy. And I'm like, oh, I only want to fall to, see people who have thousands of followers <laughs> it's yeah. mostly that like i don't know you have a thing maybe your thing is really cool i don't know because you're not saying anything and i'm also not saying anything because i'm mm. terrible at this <laughs> so this conversation never actually happened <gasps> i mean it happened in my head a lot <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i can't you know can't roll up for someone who only likes a couple of animes and demand that anime north be more focused on me <laughs> I like, like I saying what a con is missing. I feel like, I, I feel like it's hard. I'm like, should that be there? Because I want it to be there. Cause I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I am interested in that I don't do when I go to cons. Yeah. Specifically with the more, uh, sort of professional development type type stuff, however light or heavy you want that to be. I kind of feel like anime conventions, the size of anime North maybe should have more of that. Just because they they draw a ton of people across the spectrum of of fanish interest from like seventeen year olds who are like, "Oh my God, this is the greatest place ever to twenty seven year olds who are like, 
this is still pretty good, but I don't know about next year, guys. Two 37-year-olds who are like, yeah, I remember when this con used to just be in one hotel. To be fair, that one hotel was really great, guys. Oh, that was so great. But it's also good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like in terms of the events, uh, maybe the the older fans kind of just stick with the people they came with and there's not a whole lot of networking going on. Uh, and this is speaking mostly from my own experience. You know, so many people there, almost everybody there, it seems like they're all like the 17-year-olds. And when you're, you know, 33, it's kind of weird to say to a 17-year-old, hey, you look like an interesting person. Let's chat. And just like a general context just like seeing them crossing the street you know yeah or somebody's wearing a really cool costume happens to be yeah. not very uh not very clothed they turn around and you're like i have made a very big mistake <laughs> yeah I, th- I think it was like not that not that far into our con going experience that's that certainly we went we went to a path i believe it was a chrono trigger panel and walked out and you're like I don't really want to go to panels that are just like we're talking about X and I like I understand why they're there uh, and there are certain, certainly lots of people who enjoy those but like they're not for me. Z you were on one last year I believe. The Zelda one yeah yeah. Because it's just like people are just like bu- bubbling over with like <laughs> like the, the fanish enthusiasm. Actually I did oh, experience yeah. this last year when I went to the wrestling panel at Com Bravo. <laughs> it was just like <gasps> Like it almost con like the the conversation took a uh like a level below people just like blurting out all the dumb wrestling crap they have on their head that the people around <laughs> them don't understand. Um which I assume, you know, for many, many fandoms it's the same. But by and large I don't I, I like going to panels that have like a thesis or or will as you said, teach you a specific skill or something like that. Yeah, and they don't have to be that way. Like they can definitely just be a discussion, but they need to be a Sorry, I don't want to police how people do it, but I find it's really nice when they're a guided discussion. Even one that I wasn't a fan of, like the one that you were at, Z, the, the Zelda one, yep. that seemed really well organized. It was, oh yeah, a, it was. we're going to talk about the latest and greatest in the world of The Legend of Zelda. Yep. And that meant we're going to talk about Breath of the Wild, and I hadn't played it, and that meant I had nothing to really get out of it. So, like, I guess one of the things that miss it, that's missing from anime conventions and just conventions in general is a level of professionalism. Am I right, everybody? Ho, 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 ho. No. More rousing words have never been spoken. <laughs> and again, like the two of you have been saying, like, that's not necessarily what they are. Like an anime convention, a fan convention, a comic convention, a science fiction convention all have di- different demographics and with that different expectations of the people that are presenting the people are doing things and that's reasonable i wouldn't expect i'd be really impressed with but would not expect say a 15 year old to come do a doctor who panel that analyzes the impact of that time the doctor went back in time and how that influenced like roman mythology or something i don't know that'd be really fascinating but that's not what i'm expecting to happen no one of the best things I've ever seen at a convention was at Con Bravo. First year I went was there was like, I don't know what it was called. It was just like getting to know people or whatever or making friends. And they were just like doing like scooter races across one of the halls or like um, something with balloons. I can't remember what it was, but like everyone, you know, line up according to your age without without saying 
like the names of months or, or numbers or anything like that. And just like like little little icebreaker games that you'd play at camp or something <laughs> with a bunch of people at the con. And that was fantastic. Whereas at like a at a more like whatever city Comic Con, it's not as community centric. It's like Mm-hmm. Come here to meet the guests and, and buy stuff and, and watch the shows that are there. And the, the community kind of happens in the in between, in the gaps, due to people just being adjacent to one another. I can totally see that about the the Comic-Cons. I mean, I guess one thing, and Comic-Cons, because of the, the nature of them, one thing that I think would be really cool to see, just thinking about this off the top of my head, would be like the cross of the Comic-Con and the, and the friending event that you just described, G. Like, Okay, you're at Fan Expo. Christopher Lloyd is here. Ron Perlman is here. We're going to put these people on a team with Ron Perlman and these people on a team with Christopher Lloyd and these people on a team with whoever else is here. And like, you can be the biggest fan all you want when that's happening, but you're also kind of distracted because you're like working together for some goal. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that would be really great because there's like Q&A and you have an opportunity to ask whoever a question and you can ask this whatever thing you've had in your head. Mm-hmm. But that's very different. But like, can you imagine going back and being like, man, do you remember that time that we had to like, I don't know, beat Monica Real at a game of Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> or like we were playing doubles Smash Brothers <laughs> with whoever and they sucked, but I sucked, but we had a great time. <laughs> Those are the times you remember. And actually, I just thought of the thing that I have not seen in an anime convention. No, not anime convention. At a convention Ooh. that I would like to see. Cooking classes? <laughs> Cooking classes, yeah. Come once you get the guy from Binging with Babish. That would be uh, fantastic. <laughs> I understand he's a large cheese now, but um, that'd be cool. Anyway, but no, because everyone's got their thing. Everyone's got their thing that they're excited about that they go to a cons to kind of further their enthusiasm and share their enthusiasm with. What I want to see is panel. That's a bunch of like mini panels or presentations, I should say, where um, you go in there and and they're like four or five groups and they each get 10 minutes to pitch their fandom to you. I need to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you know you like dragon ball z have you thought about blade runner maybe you get some fairy tale in there sorry i just thought of uh it just made me think of like a, a shark tank or a dragon's <laughs> den kind of thing yeah i don't know if there would be like a, an answer you know <laughs> people just, people just be there to kind of absorb presentations and be like ah maybe you hadn't thought about like what this is or maybe you just heard the name of it and uh, and you want to know more? Another another way to do that would be to listen to the podcast Phantopological uh, that you're listening to right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get our particular views on on quite a few fandoms, but yeah, to have people who are from the fandom kind of like tell you why they love the fandom and like what's great about not only the property that they're a fan of, but the fandom that they're that they're a part of. Um, I mean, you could also branch this off into at a convention. You have like teams and stuff, but it would it would begin with people wearing like five different badges for five different things that they like and just spiral as as it does with ribbons and buttons at every convention i was gonna say i think you're talking about uh, what was it team mystic team uh power team speed whatever valor mystic that other one they have no 
like basis in anything. Like there's nothing like what preferences are involved in you being on a team? The color? Less Pokemon Go is what we need. Still ongoing. I'm impressed. One thing that when you were mentioning ribbons and badges, G, which I also thought of and then heard you say, but then thought of was something that I've seen at a bunch of meetups, which is like having a sticker or some indication on your badge about like, hey, I'm shy. You can come talk to me or I will talk about like literally anything or I am antisocial. Please do not talk to me. It's like those shopping baskets in Korea. If you have yeah. a green one, if, if you have a green one, it says, "Please come help me." And if you have a red one, saying, "Please don't." Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, I like and expanding on that. I like I do like the idea of having like these are things I'm into. Even like people probably have like a hat and a shirt and a coat and pants and a knapsack and buttons to communicate quite a few things that they like to you. But I like the idea of having ribbons and whatnot just because you have those things doesn't mean it's okay no what i don't know sometimes you talk to people and they're like look buddy i don't want to talk to you just because i'm wearing all this cool stuff this cool stuff is for me yeah oh of course but like there are signifiers that people are fans of things oh, icons yeah, yeah, often yeah. but uh, this would be a way to like codify it and then if someone doesn't want to they don't have to have a ribbon it's like George's idea of how everyone in New York should wear name tags. <laughs> hey, that I think is one thing that cons are not missing. <laughs> name name tags? Yeah, I mean mostly. I'm looking at had about a dozen right now. Yeah. Although who really looks at those things? I mean, aside from the people watching the doors. And even then. <laughs> yeah. Just, just for everybody to do their Wayne's World joke. That's all it's for. If there are cool things that you've seen at cons, or if you've ideas for cool things that should be at cons, you should let us know. Or if some of the things that we've mentioned on this episode are at cons that you've been to, let us know what cons they are at, because I would like to check some of that out. <laughs> Show me a con with a career track, <laughs> like an anime con with a career track, and I might have to add it to my bucket list. <laughs> Surprise, it's Worldcon. <laughs> I mean, it would be- Start forking out. <laughs> what a great conclusion. That's confidence. However, uh, you can you can email those uh, those thoughts, ideas, or things you've seen before to us, nick at thenickscast.com. Of course, for further episodes of this show, you can go to fanthropological.com or the podcatcher of your choice. And you can just leave your- you know, leave your things you see in the cons or things you'd like to see at cons in the in the comments uh, in the podcatcher. And if you'd li- like to leave a rating as well, that'd be great. Um, if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so Fanthropological on Facebook and Fanthropologic on Twitter because of character limits. If you want to know what the three of us are up to, uh, we are the Knicks cast and we can be found pretty much everywhere on the Internet. And if you really like the cool stuff that we're doing and want to see us do some cool stuff to help out people who need help, and that is vague because I have a friend from the world of Chrono Trigger who is going to help me out. We have a little announcement from a friend of ours, Luca, about a certain game that we love and a certain charity that we love. Begin energy transfer. Huh? The war fields seem to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? 
there might still be time. On August 10th and 11th, join me at twitch.tv slash theraceagainsttime. Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos and raise money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. The Alzheimer's Society of Canada is dedicated to improving the quality of life for folks affected by Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and advancing the search for its causes and cures. Every single cent we raise goes to them. Last year, we broke all of our old records and raised over $1,200. This year, for the Race Against Time, with new guests and new prizes, we want to raise a goal of $1,500. If we can all help out, history as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.